Ho ho ho, Gondor the Terrible. You will never get the solar plexus crystals now. No, oh, you think I need the solar plexus crystals? Hi, Scrap. Have you seen Furple come through here? Ah, uh, I'm a bit busy at the moment, actually. I. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I, uh, nothing, just, you know, um, Captain stuff. Oh, it's us. You have little figures of the whole crew. Is that to help plan for battles and ship coordinating? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, how do they look so accurate? Oh, that's easy. I just made these little guys in Hero Forge. They've got a new face customizer feature so I can get everyone just right. See? I even got the Doctor's flowers right there. Their color of them is almost as pretty as they are in real life. Well, I don't want to bother you while you're planning big Captain business things. I'll see you in the mess hall later, Captain. All right. Later, Ike. We could use the power of the crystal to help us with this mission. Oh, yeah, radical, dude. I'm just going to get skateboards. Oh, I had a skateboard on my home planet once. Previously on The Atomless. Azan, he? Ike. She. Uh, my name is Theoriac. What's up? My name's Sky. Welcome to the patchwork, my dudes. You have a lead on where the next crystal is. The planet Nos in the Vanir system. My name is Poncho. Uh, I'm the sheriff of these areas. I'm the sheriff of Neutrino Downs. As you all cheers, there is a boof from outside. A loud bang. And then another. I'm out the door. Sheriff! Pancho, you took, you took from the Baron. We, we can't be having that. The sun's setting on your ride here, Sheriff. My name's Skyscraper. I'm interested in joining you. My name's Astrid. We got some uh, money to pick up store in town, the uh, owner's fallen behind on some payments. She raises her gun, cocks it, and fires. Huge train. Carriages long. On a track that goes off into the distance. The void does train them well. Very good, Sky. Time's up, Pancho. Let's rumble. Time always seems to repeat itself. Like a clock, no matter how far away the hand seems, time will always circle it back to the same moment, the same planet, the same enemies, the same story of unknown heroes rising to the occasion, the same things falling from the sky. The universe wonders if it'll ever be able to escape the repeating. This town still bears its scars. The winds blow picking up sand to cover a rock whose face still shows the bullet holes from the first battle. The air itself is scared. What if time repeats? 
What if you fall today? Who will be left? Is time repeating? Or is this a second chance? You're hauled up at the north end of town. The Baron's men surround you. Scrap is guarding some townsfolk who do not want to fight. Flair and Keelan hide amongst the town. Sky, you are with a few of the Baron's men. Azam, you see Sky and the pair of you lock eyes. No one has fired yet. You all breathe in the anxious air as the wind tries to run gathering in a storm that builds off in the distance. Sky, you were told by the gripply captain of this small unit, this large toad humanoid, take some people and lead them to where we will have the best tactical advantage. You took five people you believe haven't fully bought into the Baron's gambit including the Monitor Brothers and Estrid, the cowgirl outlaw you met whilst you joined the gang. I'll explain what the town looks like for now. You are all near the north end of Neutrino Downs. The abandoned town hall is kind of where you all are. Sky, you are in the midsection of Neutrino Downs south of the abandoned town hall, and I'll use that as like a reference point. So you're south of the town hall with the five people that pass the vibe check. The Gripley is flanked by two other of the Baron's men riding on these large lizards. The Gripley himself is riding on this feral, aggressive, angry, acid-spitting creature. In front of them are four more of the Baron's men. There are also some to the east and the west, but the Gripley, the two of the Baron's men riding these lizards, and the four who are on foot are arriving from the north. So from the north of these, east-west are more of the Baron's men. Sky, you are to the south. You have split off and snuck around. Eigen Theriac, you're on top of an, an abandoned shop where you have put the healing station just in case things get particularly dicey Azam and Poncho both of you with your tactical training and Poncho the fact that you're the sheriff of this town where would the pair of you like to be set up? Poncho's just going to be right in the middle of the town he's not going to be in some building he's not hiding yeah he's not hiding love that Uh, Azam is hiding in town hall uh because I have, like, a little length of garrote wire that I've unspooled, and whoever's the last to enter is going to get dragged out with me by the neck. Oof, a doofah. Yeah. Why does that make me laugh? Uh, <laughs> 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 it's a romantic evening, really. <laughs> Momo, where would you like to lead these people? So I, th- I thought I was originally taking them to the abandoned town hall, but if the abandoned town hall is currently where people are going to get the shit beat out of them, where would a good place for me to take these people whose minds could potentially be changed? 
where can I take them to so that we can try and convince them to not be bad guys after. Well, there's any of these other buildings that you will be able to, you you could have set up uh, beforehand. In, like, the general store, you could have set that up to be a, a neat little trap to, like, bar them in. All right, we're we're going to the general store, or the bank. Let, let's let's do the general store, uh, which I believe is this building right here, right at the yeah, edge. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, let's go for it. I'm seeing this through the window at this point, right? Right, Sky. What are we doing here? I think their minds can be changed. mind rolling me a persuasion uh diplomacy it'll be diplomacy diplomacy that's a four everyone's kind of suspicious they've just you've just been put like in charge of these people even though no one here knows who you are when you all like splinter off to go down away uh and you say hey we should go to the general store um estrid pops up now darling why are we going there that doesn't seem like where the action's at. Town Hall is going to be heavily guarded. They have backup supplies in the general store. If we get rid of that, they'll have nothing to land back on. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. This was your old crew, right? You flew with these people? Yeah. You really are turncoating on them quite quick. Yeah. It just seems a little convenient that you're leading us away, don't you think? Yeah, well, leaving the void gave me some practice. All right. Um, you want to stay here? With the rest of the people who I don't trust but know? I'm not opposed to that. I'm less opposed to that of you dragging us away. But as you say, almighty oh, commander... You can tell that she is very much not buying this. <laughs> After like a small amount of silence, one of the monitor brothers turns to uh, turns to his brother. I, I don't. Whatever the boss says, the boss says, and the Baron gave her a pretty good pass. So I think for tonight we should just listen and let egos die. All right, whatever you say. Uh, and they will follow you to the general store. While that's happening, because uh, mm. we all did see this, I... Dr. Theriac! Look! Yes? Sky's okay. She made it back. I'm hardly surprised. Are you? Well, well I was, I think, acting very confident. I was a little worried. Poncho, you are just stood outside? Yeah, Poncho is just standing outside in the middle of the street. Um, in that, like, throwaway that kind of, like, meets up to where people would be coming into the town. And he is just standing there, waiting. Waiting. 
moving on up first, the Gripply who you never really quite caught the name of, but have seen a lot. They, they saddle on up to you. Poncho, this is your last chance. Well, if you're seeing me standing out here in the middle of this street, I guess that's a sign saying I'm turning down whatever kind of offer or whatever kind of bargain the Baron has planned for this situation. So I'm just going to give a big old resounding no. You're resilient, Warm Poncho, I'll give you that. I'll... I'll make sure to write that on your gravestone. They pull out a small laser rifle. Poncho, could you roll me a reflex check? Okay, that is a 22. The Gripply puts their hand to their hip for a shot, but you, again, this man just ain't quick enough. You... Pull out yours first. So you see gun that Poncho pulls out isn't a standard looking a laser pistol. When he reaches under his poncho, you think he's gonna pull out the laser pistol. What he pulls out is this insectoid looking gun that has that looks like it's, it's a handgun, but the body of the gun itself looks like an ant gripping on top of a pistol, like the ant has some weird symbiotic relationship with this pistol. And right before he pulls a trigger, the ant makes a little bit noise as he fires a shot from it. And the bullet doesn't come out. Like the ant opens its mouth and a stinger shoots out of the ant's mouth and it flies at this uh, guy's hand. There is this silent but well-known draw as the gripply and then you there is a spurt of blood as you hit him in the shoulder. With that, everyone's rolling initiative. However, first, I would like to state this. Poncho, you gain an ability as a reaction whenever you see, like once around, when you see someone take a shot at an ally or yourself, you get to roll, decide to roll a reflex save, and you can stop that attack happening and then roll damage yourself as you are just quicker on the draw. Ooh, I guess superpower. And with that, because of the things that you have all been doing to prepare yourselves and the town at initiative 20, which is the first. Oh, that's right. Um, you all get to pick collectively between one of three things. You can pick open fire, which in a 10-foot circle, everyone inside that circle needs to make a reflex check or take 1d6 damage. As all of the like people in the town who you have prepared all open fire. You can pick drop the barrel. If someone is within five foot of any of the buildings in town, you can drop an oil barrel, which gives them huge amounts of damage, but they, they also need to roll a reflex. Or you can pick three people and then the healing station is going to go off and and then every and then those three people heal. So we get to do this at the top of each initiative order? On, on 20 initiative, you can pick one of these three things. It's Got in it. live chat. Got it. Oh snap, we have our own layer actions, cool. First thing, it's the first move since no one rolled, no one rolled above a 20. Which one would you like to do? I'm inclined to say drop the barrel. I would love the scriply to be dri- to be f- 
you know, on a f f uh, flaming lizard. I do think that's very funny. <laughs> yeah, you want it to be on a flaming lizard? Okay. Is everyone, all right, all right, is everyone right. in, into that idea? I know, I'm, I'm here for this. Giving a signal, whoever gives that signal, I imagine it's a arm. Keelan runs up inside of the abandoned town hall, lets go of a, uh, of a rope and a barrel that was Home Alone-esque rocking on top of this on of this building, rolls down, and then explodes out this. Tashtari, which is what the scribbly is writing, needs to make a reflex save. It does, unfortunately, make it. That's a 16 on the die, plus 7. However, it takes half damage. There is this... As it, as it like, rears back. Uh, the is like, hey, boy! As just getting shot in the shoulder and is trying to control it. Now that the first shot has been fired, these two uh, girdled lizards are going to actually act before Poncho. The two riders are going to just open fire, actually, on uh, on Poncho, both of them taking shots. They only get plus two to this. That is a seven. That fails. That is an 18. Does an 18 hit your uh, kinetic uh, Poncho's EAC? Uh, EAC? Uh, that meets my EAC. Four damage to your stamina as one of these Baron's men on this, on top of this golden lizard, takes up After that, Poncho, it is you. Um, Poncho is going to kind of do like a little hop hop run over to that little trough over here and like duck behind it. Yeah, that's grand. That'll be half cover as you're like ducked under it. Um, is there any shots you would like yeah, to take? Yeah, he's gonna any take more shots at the uh, at the one that was riding at the little leader. Yeah, perfect. The leader, yeah. An eighteen does hit. Eighteen does oh. hit. Roll that damage. Nine points of damage. This Gripley and this uh, Tashtaria are getting riddled with bullets. They have. They've really in this ambush. They have been the ones who are jumped. And then after that, if you are all done, it is. Um, who I have colloquially called the peons turn. Two of them rush off going toward the town the town hall. Two of them duck behind the building that Theriac and Ig are holed up in. Um, all of them, however, are going to take shots off at Poncho since they don't know where anyone else is. One, two, that is two hits, a total of 10 damage as they <laughs> bullets go straight through the uh, sloshing trough and uh, water is is pouring out. You can kind of poke your little rabbit, uh, your little rabbit, your little kangaroo mouse eye uh, through one of the holes, yeah, and, and and spot what's going on. The others, the other five, as they all walk in with Sky. There are some supplies knocking around. Sky, you the first or the last one to enter? Like I. I want to be the last one to enter, but I also don't want these guys to be suspicious of me, so I will go in first. Mm. If that matters. Yeah, it does. Stepping inside of this, uh, not fully cleared out, but kind of empty uh, general store. Um, you walk in, five people follow you as you all step in the gunshots start being heard from outside and sky you hear a rustle and a click of a revolver and you turn around and estrid is pointing 
her laser rifle at you. We don't have time for this. We ain't gonna be falling for nothing, sugar. You ain't very convincing. You have only been with us, what, one week? You really expect us to fall for the fact that you're all on our team? Are you done? Go on. Defend yourself. I hate this. You know that power we got from the crystal? Yes, 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 yes. The pull? Yeah, yeah. I want Wally to have a chance to use it. (laughs) Could I use it just because... Momo doesn't know how to get out of this predicament. (laughs) And I know a way that requires the use of the crystal power. Would that be okay with everybody? I say do it. I'm okay. I'm okay with using it. it. Oh my god. You are surrounded by five people. Do it. So possibly getting out in any way is a a smart one. Okay. I'd like... (laughs) I'd like to use the crystal power... And I'd like to just telekinesis her gun into my hand. Okay. Am I able to do that? Yeah, you absolutely are. This is going to be a contested. This is going to be a contested reflex as you use the ability of the crystal to yank the gun out of her hand and into yours. So you're going to have to roll a reflex, and I will roll one, and whichever one's higher gets it. Twenty-three. The dust storm you all saw earlier is like so far away, yet there is this <laughs> of thunder storm that you hear above you as sinking in with this time that you've spent with the crystal and this huge beaconous explosion that uh, you all felt when arriving on Nos. Sky, there is this small tingling of your on your tongue this memory of licking it when you first came into contact with it. There is this breaking of glass as the crystal eye, like, leaves your pouch, shoots out through the window, through two other buildings, and then into the general store. Sky reaching out your hand, the gun and uh, immediately falls into yours. Uh, Estrid is now unarmed, and you now have a rifle in your hands. Uh, the crystal like hovers floating stuck in the air um, as you uh, as you summoned it to use this it, it it shakes and then clangs to the floor you now hold the gun in your hand the awareness of everyone who has walked in this building is like hey, hey as they all like point their guns and like get ready but they're not pointing it at you they're just like pointing they're just like readied your gun leaves Estrid and uh, are you pointing it at her do you just have it I just have it I'd like to take the gun Mm -hmm. and then just say to the rest of the group giving Astrid a bit of a cold shoulder take what you want we'll destroy the rest on my signal I'm going to watch the door. I will tell you when it's safe to leave. Am I understood? Ma'am? Uh, y- yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. They all walk off. No roll needed. Estra doesn't move and is stood looking at you and then looks toward the crystal. How'd y'all do that? 
I'd rather leave you wondering what else I can do, and then I'd like to hand her gun back to her. My, you all full of surprises. <sighs> yeah, you have no idea. And then I'm gonna go watch the door. The Gripply, patting themselves down, wiping the oil off of the Tashtari that they're riding. The Tashtari kind of lands on the ground. This red lizard with this large, almost scorpion-like tail and this big sack underneath its throat that almost like the the gripply toad riding it is like like raising and 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 breathing gripply commander pats it is going to point at where poncho is you're a good shot let's make sure he can't do that no more boy and then the uh this tashtari it's the, the sack underneath its its throat like glows this like bright white. It opens its mouth and there's this huge, incredibly bright flash that happens like someone has just let off a firework or an extremely bright camera right in your eyes. Poncho, I'm gonna need you to make a fortitude save. Uh, that is a 15. You duck back down behind the, the trough and it almost looks like the night turns into day for a second. You understand that if you looked at that, you would be fully blinded. Azam, it is you. Yes, yes. Uh, so this friendly fella is like right on the opposite side of the door, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to just sneak up here, take that garrote wire, and like pull him around his neck and drag him through the door, probably screaming. Like a ghost. Like a... Exactly like a ghost. Absolutely. Give me a... Let's have a, a, a strength. How does a 22 do? Ooh. 22 does exceedingly well. This person ran toward the door. They're like a scruffy, like, dog humanoid. They run up, get to the door, but then they turn around and they fire at Poncho, leaving their back open for you to open this door and then grab them and pull them in. There is this... Yeah. And then this yoink as they are yanked in. Yeah, I think I just want to, like, sit here and knock them out as quickly as possible. That's it. That's my goal. Roll me an attack, then. Another 22. No need to roll damage. There is this will real quick. Like, you you grab them. And are you just choking them into, into unconsciousness? Pretty much. There's a small struggle, but in the... The gunfire going off, no one is able to hear them as they as they pass out and then you throw them off to one side. Great. I'm just going to hang out behind this door in case the other one gets any fun ideas. Just waited? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hi. Can I see the red and green little fellows, this one and this one, from where I am? Um, you would be able to see... Uh, if you go to, like, the very edge of the building, you would be able to see both of them because the red is, like, fully pressed yes. up against the wall and the green one is just kind of poking out. Um, from there, which is just, like, I don't know, like, five foot away, you can see the green one. He's, like, all, almost in the middle of the street firing okay, a poncho. Okay, so I'll just... I'll move just one more over, but all I'm going to do 
uh, from here is what I want. He's got uh, what kind of weapon in his hands? He's got a rifle. He's got a. Do you want to? It's, it's advanced. Great. If you want that? Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's even better. Um, and I just want to kind of lay down on the roof, uh, lean over just a bit, hood over my head, and um. You don't want to fire. You don't want to fire at all. You don't even like killing people. Uh, and I cast incompetence on him so that he cannot shoot rifles. He forgets yeah. to do it. What do I have to do? Is that a will? A will uh, saving throw 15. Or a 17, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Spell cast. There is a moment when... Uh, he's like pressed up against it. He's clearly fired this rifle a lot. You do see him like confusedly look at his gun, like he's just had a moment of, oh shit, am I having performance anxiety right now? Because I've completely forgotten how to do this. Looks at his weapon and then it's like, oh no, it's fine. But he does hear you at the top, so looks up as he uh, rests his back against the wall. Well, if he looks at me, I go, this gutter is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly hidden. Has no idea you're part of the fight. <laughs> Sky, you are. Uh, it is your turn. Theriac, you are on deck. You will be next. Sky, what's up? So I have a masked visage, which I, I don't know if it would be an action to put my little bandit mask and my gas mask on. But it says mm. if my face is covered, then no one will recognize me. I'll allow that to be like a swift action. Yay, so thank you. you, can, you can put it on. All right, and then I would like to take the chance and not lock the door. Azam gave me that fire rifle. Mm-hmm. I'd like to fire at the frogman. Please and thank you. I, I will give you that the lizard, the two lizards and the peons outside, as well as the gribbly, don't recognize you as Skyscraper, the person who led you in. The five people in the general store will watch you walk out and shoot. Never mind, maybe I should lock the door. You lock the door? Maybe I should lock the door. Or maybe... I, wa- I want to be in this little scrap, but I'm like, maybe I should just watch the door. <laughs> You Wait can for this walk, all to blow over. You can walk, lock the door from the outside. I know, but wanted. then they're going to start to panic, probably. And how sturdy is this door? It's, I mean, it's sturdy. They won't be able to kick it down immediately, but they might be able to. They, they will be able to get out eventually. But you might be able to finish the fight before they do. I have lock picking. Does that work both ways? Yeah, it's still a lock the door. You can still lock the door, yeah. 25 to lock the, to lock the uh, door. Okay, all right. You Actually, can I can I do something else as well? Uh do I have like an action beyond locking the door? I have a smoke grenade. Is you going to chuck the smoke grenade inside of the Okay, I'll give you this. I will let you either put the mask on and lock the door, put the mask on and throw the smoke grenade, or throw the smoke grenade and lock the door. You have to pick one, two, one of the three things to not do. 
I throw the smoke grenade and lock the door. Okay, you throw the smoke grenade and lock the door. Rolling the smoke grenade down, the five people immediately react with confusion and anger as you, as this grenade goes off. They're all coughing and unable to see. You duck your head as bullets like, like over your head. Run out the door, shut it, lock the door. You see the rest of these Baron's men firing. Theria, it is your turn. What would we like to do? What if, what if, what if I shot? It's a ballroom blitz. <gasps> Theria with a gun? Blitz. Who would have thought? I'm going to use a full action to attack twice. You see uh, Theriac loading the injector pistol with the inhibitor addition. This isn't that different from what I was doing prior to Wild Times. This... this isn't? No. thought you just got picked up and started wild times. I wish it were that easy. What if I was a little rambunctious and I was aiming at the steeds? Perfect. To, like, uh, buck the people off of them? To buck frog homie here. Um, alright, so I'm attacking twice! I have the inhibitor. Taken twice. Ooh, okay. Uh, that's a 16 and a dirty 20 to hit. I am... Perfect. That'd be a total of 10 piercing damage to the steed. Uh, I think I think, I think. think hit one is to buck, hit two is to have it, like, run off. Get off the field. It is definitely spooked. It's going to try and buck the grippling. And... This is going to be just him doing a reflex to see if he can stay on. That's a nat one. <sighs> can I... Can I flavor this? Because it's a nat one? Yeah, tell me what's up. That this creature... Um, what kind of creature is this, by the way? Give me a give me a physical science. A life science. Oh, no, our life. I think a life science is... is what? Animals. Oh, yeah. theory of failing a life science challenge. Uh, sure. <laughs> Got a 33. Tell me, bitch. <laughs> you might have read something on these like deep uh desert lizards these huge almost apex predators of desert areas they build up bioluminescent sparks in their throat to sh- like fire out these extremely bright flashes of light to stun prey before they poison them and then begin eating them. It is... They are one of these creatures that almost never trainable, but you can form some sort of bonded connection with them. They are this weird, like, frog-lizard hybrid again. Uh, This big scorpion's tail that, when not in use, like, curls into almost like a pig's tail... And then we'll would you say that they are tameable but not domesticated? Yes, I would say that. Yes, that's a uh, that's a really very good way of putting it. This frog lizard thing does not buck back, but bucks forward, and frog guy f- 
falls forward and then is trampled by the steed as it runs. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, falls, falls ass overhead. There's this startled, surprised scream that the Gripply gives as this creature and then charges off up the uh, up the path. They fall off, are able to like roll half out the way but as they roll they leave a quite like high powered rifle on in the dirt. The Tashtari is like rearing its legs and the Gripply sees this opportunity to like go and grab for their rifle and then the Tashtari lands on his arm and there is a hugely loud crack as he yells out in pain and the Tashtari runs off. He is still alive but is extremely badly broken. Poncho back to the trough looking out Sky being out in the open, Azam having elevation and not focused. Actually, no, uh, Azam, you, you know what? I'll, I've stated it now. I'm going to say everyone does. There is this loud crack of thunder that you hear from this far, far distant storm that is raging. Huge, the fiery sandstorm. These lightning cracks are hidden, buffeted by the extremely powerful sandstorm winds that are whipping up around it. As you all look, you see another at least 30 people on lizards charging toward the uh, Neutrino Downs. Elsewhere, in a small mining hut a dusty rat sits and waits having hidden most of the town inside of the mines um, Scrap waits for these three baron's men to walk in they do guns blazing as they do, Scrap immediately puts up his hands. He's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 we're okay. We're all good. We're okay. It's okay. All right. We don't mean nothing. There's no one here. There's there's just good people. All right. We don't care about the people. Give us the damn ore. Uh, the ore? I already spoke to your boss. I, I, I will get you the ore. You spoke to the Baron about this? <sighs> the Baron? No, I spoke to Wendy about it. Uh, I don't think... I don't know a Wendy. Wendy's nuts gonna fit in your mouth. Pulls out a gun. <laughs> And there, one of the people, a almost elven-looking person, these sharp ears, mullet of mopped brown hair, gurgles and coughs, scrap size. I'm so sorry, buddy. I haven't done this in a real long time. Looking at you, I do. I, I think you're going to live. You'll be fine. Scrap grabs a rag, stepping over the two other dead bodies, their heads over the floor pushes a old oiled rag into this bullet wound that's in their chest. You're a bit taller than I. I'm used to shooting. I think the recoil on this gun is a little bad. Keep pressure on that. You'll be fine. Scrap goes to walk out. You ain't gonna win. 
There are... almost a hundred of us right into this town. Yeah. We know there's a lot of you, but we'll be fine. And thank you very much for your input. And when we take over this town, we're gonna kill and execute all of you. And, uh, and then the Baron is gonna take that fucking blue-haired bitch and throw her off the train. At this, Scrap halfway out the door stops and turns back around. What's your name, buddy? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help you. What's your name? Kano. Does that name mean anything to you, Kano? I just don't fuck- Does your name mean anything? Play with me here. My mama used to say that it was long life. <laughs> That's funny. Where I'm from, in my home, names have meaning. They have importance about who you are and what you're willing to do to survive. My name is Scrap. Scrap Yard, officially. That blue-haired bitch that you call, her name's Skyscraper. The only reason that your head is not completely caved in from that little comment is because of something that she did for me about a year ago now. And I'm gonna tell you that if she didn't do that, you would be part of the ocean of bodies that I have buried, immolated, crushed, chopped up, thrown in rivers. I would not only make your mother a liar, I would embarrass that woman. What is this train that you're talking about? Moving back to the town, seeing these people ride up. Everyone's radios. The Baron, he's riding out on a train at the minute. He apparently is going to be long, long gone in an hour. We will not be able to catch up to him. Poncho, this is all down to you. You can choose. We can either go for the Baron right now and try to cut this off at the source, or we can stay here. Poncho <coughs> grabs the grabs his comm device. It's not in his ear because his ears are too cute and large to hold the comm piece in it. It's like right underneath his, his little poncho. He speaks into it and says, We're into this now. We're going to take the fight to him. If we don't, he'll come back in a week or a month. The only way to, the only way to get rid of a snake to cut off its head. Right you are. I'll bring the truck around. Meet me at the town hall. We'll get on, and we'll ride out to the train. It's top of the round. Six more peons arrive, surrounding the town. You now get, and again, this is a choice of everyone, you get one of the three moves that you can use. You can, you can pick. You can pick either open fire, you can drop a barrel to anyone within, within five foot of any building, or you can decide to heal someone. Well, if we're leaving, I 
think this is time. We're open fire. Have everybody come out. Yeah, I think, like, mm-hmm. right here. Try and catch these three newcomers. Which one? The ones from the... The ones coming from the west. Okay. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say also, that we take out the ones that are coming from the, from the sides. As these three from the west come, uh, who's going to make the call? Who makes the order to open fire? Poncho will cast a glance up to Azan in the window, hold up two fingers, and drop them down to give him the signal. A few of the townsfolk, Mr. 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 and Mrs. from the haberdashery, the owner of the inn, Flair and Keelan all spot this signal and there is this huge hail of bullets um, firing from all angles to these uh, these three people. All three of these Baron's members immediately, as they step foot onto the scene, you give the order and there is this and they all riddled with bullets. A pretty successful move. Poncho, it is now you. Okay, so... Um... There's this three guys coming up from behind me. Yep. He will whip around, and I'm going to use uh, a full-out attack to shoot one and then shoot another one. Beautiful. And because I have staccato strut, when I make a full attack with small arms and I attack a different creature with each attack, I reduce the penalty. Oh, love that. Hell yeah. Uh, that is an 18. Ooh, okay. Uh, that is a 19. Perfect. Both of those hit. So that's a 9 on the first one and 11 on the second one. Bam, bam. Both of them go down. It's like after he takes out those two, he speaks into the comms. Bring, bring, the, bring, the, bring the truck around. I'll follow y'all on horseback. Well, on Thistlebrush. What about... The five that I have in the general store. Dang. Is the door locked? Yeah. Someone's gonna have to stay behind to keep an eye on them. You got it, mate. I'm stuck in the tunnel anyway. Sure. Hell yeah. All right. Rest of y'all mount up. Let's go. And he will head out from his little cover from behind and head out into the middle of the street. And that rifle that the dude dropped. The Gripply? Yeah. Is it just there? On the ground? It is just there on the ground, Can I run over and, and pick it up? Absolutely you run over and pick it up. As you run over, the Gripply, who is still alive still trying to grab for it with his one good arm, gets a hand on it as soon as you get a hand on it. This ain't over yet. The Baron is stronger than any of us. Pancho, we're just reliving history here. Pancho looks down at the Gripply. Yeah, we can relive history. But you gotta understand this. Every sentient being out there in the world, they have the right to rewrite history. 
and I'm going to give you a choice. And he pulls out his pistol and points it at him. Drop your belt. Drop your weapons. And run out into that desert. And don't look back. Or... I could end this history for you right now. And your story will be written. And not a single dang person is going to remember who you are. We always said that you were a compassionate man, Poncho. Puts his hand on his belt and fumbly unbuckles it. Have it. They're useless to me now, anyway. Immediately try and duck under some, behind some barrels, and then sneak out of this, of this firefight. He has a moment where he watches the guy sneak away. He levels the gun at them as they're walking away, but then twirls it, puts it away, picks up the rifle, and lets him go. Next in the initiative order are the peons. One that is left that has come in from the north poncho you one twoed the other two people that they came with stealing themselves pulls out a rifle and i think is going i would to like go. to use my quick draw reflex nice perfect this is a contested reflex then as they make a shot at you i got a 19 on the dice so that's a 26 ah <laughs> oh, let's go it, it's just it's some form of spidey sense there is someone who aims a gun at you like 60 70 foot away do you turn with the rifle that you've just picked up, or do you point with the pistol? The first thing that turns is his cute little, like, his gigantic cute ears. One just turns instantly right in that direction, and he takes the rifle and bam, fires. Okay, so that is uh, nine points of damage. Your ear twitch, hearing this, like, click of a rifle, turn, fire, and <laughs> and they go immediately. Um, they go and they fall down. He, sh he shakes his head because, you know, honor without combat right there. And he heads bouncing, bouncing over to where Thistlebrush is at. These two that are hiding uh, underneath the building that Ike is uh, on top of, spotting Ike, are both going to uh, open fire. Ike has full cover, so you have... Um, uh, you have a, a, a slightly larger AC boost, however, not good enough because that is a natural 20 when it comes on ah, no. one of them. And the second one fires. That is a 1921. That's a 21. Certainly, of course, that's... This, there is this small... Like, you are poking your head over and as you duck under, there is <laughs> of rifle fire. That is 15 okay. stamina. The one that Azam didn't grab is going to is going to look um, look back at uh, toward their friend see that they're not there and 
is going to step foot inside of the building. I've got my back pressed against the other side of the door. <laughs> it's going to try and... It's gonna, he's not very strong. It's going to try and uh, open it as you have your back pressed to it. Fails dramatically. That's like a four. No roll needed from you. Is like pushing it open and... Hey, Billy! Billy, did you get in here? <laughs> Billy, did you shut the door behind you, Billy? The last one who is going to... Who, who has just come in from the east is going to see Sky and is going to, not knowing who she is, is going to take a pot shot at Sky. Uh, that's an 18 to your EAC, Sky. Does that hit? I'm going to assume it, it does. E- 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 uh, yeah, it's 12, so yeah. Yeah, perfect. Um, that is five damage to you as he is going to open fire again. And you just said stamina first, right? Just stamina first. Okay. From the general store, smoke billows from the broken window uh, and these now numerous bullet holes that are appearing as people fearfully shoot around not knowing where they are. I'm going to give an intelligence check to them as a whole to see if they can find their way toward the door. Uh, Esther, you can hear from inside a muffled, Boys, get your damn act together. We're fine. Stop shooting. Everyone calm the fuck down. The door is over here. There is a thudding at the door, and she's going to make a, a strength check to try and kick it open. Uh, there is this thud of the door as she is trying to break through, um, followed by more kicks of more people trying to uh, kick down this door and uh, get back into the action. Azam, you are up. Ig, you are on deck. So now that the person is banging on the door, trying to shake it, I'm going to wait for the right moment, turn around and open it so he falls right into my arms. Roll me a, roll me a strength. Roll me a strength. I'm going to roll it. I'm going to roll it in conjunction. 21. Fuck, 19. <laughs> Shit. I was like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> you, you open the door at the exact time they try to kick it. Their leg falls through and you like, you grab them as they're like halfway toward the, the door. If this was a slightly more romantic situation, you would be holding each other beautifully. But right now, uh, you are two just sweaty, dusty men holding one another. Which again, sounds sexual <laughs> if there wasn't murder happening. Two uh, sweaty, dusty men. <laughs> men. Sweaty, sweaty, dusty men. Sweaty, dusty men. Uh, the title of my next West. romance novel. I feel like Azam has done this move before. It's a sad thing. <laughs> But yeah. it was, it was, it, but they were two sweaty, dusty men in a romantic dusty scene, though. That's, romantic that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Your mind falls back. Maybe because there is a, a last stand hold here, brings back a lot of memories some form of revolution, some form of standing up against a far more bigger oppressive power. Perhaps it is quite literally this exact hold that you have on this person. But your mind falls back to a dance, a ball. You just successfully held a position and took a huge Heth stronghold people are celebrating dancing there's music going on you are there with a shorter than you blue flamed young man who you know is everything you dance softly when the music picks up dance a little faster and then you dip him in a way that he says 
You know, if we were in a more compromising position, you could kill me right now. And you know I never would. As you bend yourself to kiss him, it snaps back to this moment. Almost the exact same pose with this other person in a move where if you wanted, you could kill him. I simply knock him out. A heavy uh, punch to him immediately makes him pass out. Dropping him to the ground. And then I'm going to head out so I can, I guess, meet with Sky. Stepping out, you see Sky. You see these two lizards. You see the action that's going on. You also get a clearer view of the people storming toward Neutrino Downs. They're a little bit far away, but they are racing. Uh, I it is you. Uh, can I ask you a question, Pancho? Uh, in our time preparing for this, would Pancho have maybe told me stories about past fights uh, with this group of uh, ne'er-do-wells? Would maybe Pancho have told me some of their previous kills and things like that? Pancho would have 100% uh, relayed any kind of information. If they asked, he would have been more than happy uh, to talk about it, yeah. Okay, Um, so then... I, having just taken two shots uh, grazing by her cheeks, take a deep breath in. She, like, kind of, like, expels the air back out of her puffed-up cheeks, but instead of, like, sound coming from her vocal cords, the sound of a previous fight, one that they won, these bandits the sounds of the previous people that they've killed on the battlefield in the throes of passion gunshots firing and them screaming shouting orders at each other and calling out these memories at them in their ears. The sound of 20 people to save DC 14 willpower as they hear the ghost sounds. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right, beautiful. I got a five. I'm focusing on the these two right here. So they hear these ghost sounds. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll a will to see if they get spooked and decide to bounce because okay. of ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, one of them one of one of them one of them gets pretty high. So he's scared but isn't running. Okay. This vesk, this like chameleon-like lizard man sprints off. Okay. Sky. Is he? Uh, Theoric, you are you are up next. Oh, um, I'd like to, <laughs> to skateboard here, the purple mm-hmm. purple guy. Um, and you, I got a little thing on my skateboard that Flare installed or something, right? Where if I do a trick over somebody, you can it, dazzle like, them. Confuses That's them. true. Yeah, you do. I'd like to dazzle them, please. Is that 
My whole action. No, that is a movement. You have to do that as a movement. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, I believe mechanically what I'm going to be doing is an unarmed strike, but narratively, I imagine Skye uses the trick as a way to, like, wrap her legs around the shoulders of this person, and I want to snap their neck. Beautiful. 20, 23 to, to hit. Beautiful. Eight. Eight is the damage. It's the damage. Perfect. I think. Jumping on skateboards, there is this... <laughs> as uh, skateboard, like, immediately takes off. You fly over this person who is firing at you. Do a... What's the trick? 50-50 boneless? Do a... I, I don't... 50-50 I literally space looked up. I literally looked up a list of skateboard tricks, and it was a thing of, like... A hundred ridiculous sounding names, but no visuals. So what uh, I imagine in my head is she she like kicks the board up and like grabs his shoulders and like does a little tornado. Oh, you know, like a martial, almost like a martial arts move. Yeah, like absolutely. around him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, so does like a hurricane, like does like a kickflip into a hurricana around their neck. You jump, do this like twister move. There is this loud like crack as this person falls down um, in this like whirlwind of sand. <gasps> did I actually? Did I actually kill him? You did, yeah. It's it looked good. sick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think Funny I'm the dumb. only one who saw that. <laughs> yeah, his arms like oh. right. <laughs> uh, so like, if you turn back to his arms, just like chef's kiss. From the town hall, there is this woo. And you see Flair, their, like, leg up, l- poking slightly out of the window with a, a sniper rifle and, like, taking pot shots at, at the people very far away as they also saw you do it. Oh, am I, am I done? Or could, could I shout? Could I shout a thing? Sure, absolutely. Never mind. I'll shout. Never mind. That'll be next. Never mind. No, do it now. Do it now. Yeah. yeah. Do it now. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna go up to, like, the window or something and... Just yell into is it Astrid or Esther? Because I think we've said both. So it's Estrid. It's spelled Astrid, but Estrid. with an E instead of an A. Okay, I just wanted to go up to the window and shout, Estrid. I know that you're confused and you're scared, but you have to believe that I'm doing this for you because I really needed somebody to do it for me. The kicking at the door stops. You hear a... Esther, come on, we gotta get it open. What do you mean, get me out? The sheriff's gonna talk to you, just hear him out. He's not gonna hurt you. He'll let you leave. Just listen to what he's gonna say. I ain't a bedding woman, but this town ain't gonna last. I'm on the side that wins, honey. I'm gonna look at Azam. I don't know what to say to her, but you do. Theory, it is your turn. Would it be excessive to take these lizard guys? Or do they belong to... Both of, th- both of them have riders. Oh. There, are, there is oh, someone okay. on them, but... I tell you what, if you give me a full action, we can see if we can if we can hit the riders off. Because I do have an AC to shoot the riders off of the things. Right. 
Sure. Yeah. Just two attacks. You need to. You need to be. Uh, EAC of fourteen for both. I have a plus seven to my needler pistol attack, minus four for full action. That means I would mm-hmm. need to get eleven or higher. So it's kind of fifty-fifty. Because meets it beats it, right? Meets it beats it. That's a thirteen and a nat twenty. Oh, let's fucking go! Theoriaku in another life. Tell you what. Let's go back. Wild times isn't a thing yet. You've just arrived on a doom. One of our first missions. The resort of Wild Times exists, but it's purely a domicile for hyper-rich of Saga to come and relax. The idea of a park is no one even. That's completely not in anyone's mind. There is there is the hotel and there is the rest of the planet. That's it. You are but a trainee who has been sent to execute a group of animals. They want to build housing where this multi-limbed buffalo-esque creatures are. They excrete this like quite powerful poison when touched and can shed their fur to grow incredibly small. They do it to run away as like a panic move. Their hide is incredibly thick. You are with who is at the time Mr. Wild, but not co-founder Mr. Wild. You see these two creatures. Now, we just need to take the shot. I know you're new, but all you need is to breathe and squeeze the trigger. You've shot a gun before, right? I can't even say I've seen one before today. Well, it's a damn good time to learn. He hands you this big, uncomfortable, cold metal. It's just as easy as aiming at the head and squeezing the trigger. Theria cast a like completely reorient themselves in order to just merely wield this enormous hunting rifle where I am from we know of the four elements that make up everything in the universe it's a religion called Fodo they aim the barrel of the rifle towards these buffalo creatures. We believe every creature can feel all four of these at once in every interaction. When I fire this, these beasts will feel the solid iron burrowing through their bodies. They'll feel the flame of the firing. They'll feel the liquid rushing out of their veins and the plasma building up in their minds as they don't know how to react next. Everything is these four things. Theriac. Breathes in. And fires. And it is a... It is a thunderous shot. And it feels like these buffalo were like smited by a god 
hands the rifle, like kind of like shoves it in Wild's face. Every creature adapts. Even you will. And walks off um, to collect them. Flashing back to now, there are two creatures. There is these girdled lizards and these people riding them. Feeling the heavy weight of another scoped rifle in your hand, where does Theriac aim? Theriac does not aim for their heads. Would be aiming, again, more so for their flanks. It feels like a lifetime ago. So much has changed since then. You aim, fire. You feel these lizards get, like, this boost of strength. And they buck back from this powerful hit. And the two riders, like, fall off. Unable to keep on to the bucking of these of these lizards. They not being scared from these shots, just bound a little forward and the two of the baron's men who are on top of them just fall to the side and scramble up. I am going to look back to Eig. Shall we? She'll grab their hand and follow. And we hop off the roof and we take them little guys. <laughs> nice. There is this roar of a truck blasting itself around the corner. You haven't actually seen what Scrap has been doing for most of the time that Sky has been gone and everyone has been preparing. But you see now that they have adapted these huge metal girders that originally built the framework of the patchwork. The only thing of the patchwork that is left onto this eight-wheeled truck. It looks very much like a giant dune buggy. Come on, gang, we got a train to catch! Poncho, Theriac, Ig, you are all taking individual lizards. Is correct. Yeah. Poncho's riding Thistlebush. Sky, are you going to ride with Scrap? Where is the truck? Uh, the truck will be, like, in the center of town. It'll be very easy for you to go and, and get on it. Oh, I don't want to leave my fellow criminals. <laughs> I rush on up. <clears throat> to the door. I know you don't know me, but I know you. I know of you. Most importantly, I know everything you're capable of. But there's a time in which you've got to decide what are you fighting for? Because it can't be just another paycheck. You can't die for another paycheck. And I can kill you. Walk away. It's all you have to do. Give me a diplomacy roll. 28. The sound of gunfire emanates all around you, as well as these this more powerful winds as they pick up. But there is also this honking of a horn as Scrap is trying to get the attention of people. You see her through the broken, wispy smoke tilt her head to look out at the truck. You're going to go kill the Baron. And we're going to succeed. Please don't make me start with you. And as I press my hand to the door, my arm is going to start glowing. I do have someone to fight for. I always have. That is me. And I do only pick the winning side. If you're going to go kill the Baron, I want in. Can I sense motive? I want to see if, yeah, if she's telling it. the truth. Absolutely. <laughs> Fifteen. She is not lying. She is 
almost 100% of the time in it for herself. If there is going to be a winning side, you can see that she wants to be on it. I kick open the door, but my arm is still splayed out. Rest of you? I, I'm, I'm good to walk away. I'll walk away. Get to walking. Slinging the rifle from her shoulder to her hands, you are joined by Estrid. Would you, are you going to go to the truck? <laughs> I suppose the situation's done, so yeah. I'm going to start to run for the truck. Poncho, you get to Thistlebrush. There are these two human men that like have hold of Thistlebrush's reins and are wrestling with it, trying to take it out of the stable. I pop a shot, but the first one is just up in the air to to sh- to shake them, like to get them to stop what they're doing. Both of them look to you, but only one lets go of the reins. The other one is pulled forward slightly. This one that lets go goes for their rifle and pulls it out. They are incredibly quick. Quicker than you have seen most people be able to pull a gun. You go to fire, but as you click the trigger, there is this shk of an empty chamber. They turn this gun to you. Just before they click, there is another gunshot that rings out, and then their head falls down. Turning to see where this gunshot is, you see just sand dunes, slight broken ruins, you hear the other person let go of Thistlebrush, Thistlebrush rears and kicks. They go to pull their gun, and then again another <laughs> Out behind a broken barrel and piece of stone, a tall Velka, almost white wolf humanoid, comes out, small little cowboy hat. And you see, Poncho, your wife, Oksana, she steps out. I'll leave you for two weeks and you go get my town shot up now darling you know i didn't mean to get the town shot up while you were gone or anything it was just the baron came into town you know i don't have to fight back he's damn baron this and baron that where you off to i'm gonna go i'm gonna go catch a train is that a ticket for two people if you'd like to come along i would love the company I'd love to catch up my best little man. He hops, hops over to her and like hops up, gives her a kiss on the cheek. This very buff, tall, white wolf humanoid, she looks similar to Keelan. Damn. But like covered in dust tool. and yeah. like dust in her and fur like, and stuff. And he's like a different, he's like a... Ah, Poncho, do you want to describe your wife? Yeah, um, so Oksana is like six foot six tall she has snow white fur that is just looks like that no matter how many times she's washed it the dust has never left it like maybe at one time it was pure white fur but not anymore she is wearing you know pretty much just wild west clothes has a cowboy hat on top of their head and they have this sniper rifle that looks like it was custom made for her use. And she is like, she dwarfs Poncho in everything. Like, she's like, they're the basic tall, small kind of couple. You haven't seen her in a few weeks. She left just before Patchwork arrived about a week before. Used to be the barmaid, but now has like picked up other, picked up other like small mercenary work just to make some money. Um, I think she was visiting family at this time, actually. Yeah, she was, she was visiting, visiting family, family at this time. She puts you down. And you go grab Thistlebrush. I, you join Theoriac. Sky, you're on the truck. I'm running for the truck. 
but my speed's only 30. That's fine. No, you, you get on the truck. That's grand. Okay. Azam, you join, closely followed by Estrid, who, like, very casually leaps onto the back of this, like, small pickup truck-esque uh, area. Like, onto our truck? Onto your truck. No, uh, no, 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 no. You, you're not you're not coming with us. She wants to take down the Baron. I mean, you said you were going to save me. And how are you going to save me if I ain't here with you? <sighs> the truck <sighs> begins and you hear, Wait! Wait! And a very sunburnt flare walks out of the town hall. He has a cane now that he's, that he's using to prop himself up. Not carrying any guns, he's left the sniper rifle up. From inside, you see Keelan, who... He's like readying the gun. He goes, are you sure about this? Hey, listen, it's uh, catching a train. It'll be easy. You stay here. I'll keep in contact, all right? They're probably going to need me. I mean, they're not that good with like tech and stuff. I guess, yes. But what if there's more tech? They need someone. I'll be back in two seconds. Flair knocks on, knocks on the door. Is there room for one more? I open the door and reach my hand out. Thank you. Puts the cane inside. Ugh, ugh. Sits in. Scraps like, okay, is that everyone? I kind of elbow Sky uh, a little bit. Looks like we're not the only one who picked up a friend. And I point towards Oksana and Pancho. She's a she's a muscular, she's a beautiful woman. Very like dusty and and like that classic kind of cowgirl aesthetic. Little jagger. She has she's holding a sniper rifle in her hand and is on the back with Poncho. I love it. <laughs> Scrap rolls down the window. Alright, Sheriff, we ready to go? Alright, let's ride, y'all. And he cracks the reins and takes off. There is this <laughs> As the, as the truck starts, Ike, Theorek, both of you whip the, uh, the lizards and you all are bounding along and you take off toward the Baron's train. Hello there, beautiful souls. Thank you so much for listening to The Adamless. And a few quick thank yous for a shout out to the players. First things first is our patron shout out. Thank you so much, my personal heroes. We have Anna. Daniel Neruda, Mary, Meba444, Noah, Sunny420, thank you, true gamers, for joining the Patchwork support tier. Um, if you would like a little shout out, then you could also join our patron at the Patchwork support tier, but if you can't quite afford it, or you're just not really interested in that, don't even worry, because every tier has extra content and other wonderful things, such as uh, Wild Time sticker from Andre. Uh, we have a Discord which you can join through that, uh, as well as some secret extra channels that we chat uh, in, uh, as well as things like our little animatics that we have, which I love oh so deliciously. Uh, speaking of animatics, um, if you would like to watch those uh, or listen to the actual plays of the show, watch them and our beautiful faces, then you can head on over to the Adamus on YouTube for all of our videos as well as little edited clips. Uh, speaking of merch, we've also teamed up with a familiar shop to make some Adamus themed soaps. Each member of the patchwork has a soap based around their character. And if you go over to the familiar shop on Etsy then and pick up one of them, then you're directly supporting us as well as supporting this wonderful small business and supporting your body with soap, which is a good positive thing. You should absolutely do that. Uh, our players today were 
beautiful, wonderful Momo O'Brien playing Sky Superdome, playing I, Nordin Ali Kadir, who is Werewolf Fields on socials, who's playing Azam, and Andre Rivera Art, who's our wonderful little garlic. And then, of course, me, Matthew Egbert, Captain Krell on all things. And I voiced all of the Pew Pews and the other stuff as well. We also had our beautiful guest, Wally, who's with us. Uh, playing Poncho, and I love them oh so dearly. They are a friendly slime on socials. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I give you so many kisses. And for the next time we fly through the Atlas Sea, I hope you will be there to fly with us. Thank you so much. <gasps>